Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. In this podcast, we explore the weekly Torah portion in about 7 to 10 minutes. We make modern meaning out of ancient texts, exploring them through liberal Jewish eyes. To become a supporter of this podcast, please visit patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. Hello, everybody. I'm back. I hope you had a nice few weeks, and I hope you enjoyed the encore episodes that I posted over the last three weeks. I had a great few weeks off. Took a week of vacation, and my partner and I went to a bunch of theater. She and I both really like Shakespeare, so that was a good time. And then I took a week of writing. I'm working on a book that I'm trying to publish that's called Finding Ourselves in the Talmud. It's a book of texts from the Talmud for liberal Jews to study and connect with our own Judaism and our own beliefs and values. And so I was trying to shape up some of the chapters. And by the way, this is an aside, but I'm going to try out teaching some of that material this fall. I'll be offering a Talmud class through La Asok. Details to come, so stay tuned for that. And then with my third week off, I went up to Camp George, which is the Reformed Jewish camp here in Ontario, and spent a week as faculty running programs and helping lead services and supporting some of the programmatic staff and, you know, also bothering my son. So all in all, a very full three weeks. And again, I appreciate your patience and hope you enjoyed the Encore episodes that I posted over these last couple of weeks. Now, before we jump in, I want to say a huge thank you to our newest weekly sponsor, and that's Gabriel Cohen Henriquez from Panama. I want to thank him as well as his son, Joshua, who are listeners of 7-Minute Torah and who are now helping make this podcast happen. And if you'd like to become a sponsor, you can go to either patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash 7-Minute Torah, where you can give a small weekly gift, a couple of dollars per episode, something like that. Or you can go to lasok.org, l-a-a-s-o-k.org, and give a one-time or an ongoing gift toward the production of 7-Minute Torah. So thanks to Gabriel and Joshua, and thanks to all of those who help support this learning. Now, let's talk Kitetse. This parsha begins at Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 10, and goes through chapter 25, verse 19. And I want to start with a story. This comes from the Midrash, Midrash Ecclesiastes Rabbah. And it tells that when God made the world, when God made the first human being, God took Adam Harishon, the first human, on a tour of all the trees of the Garden of Eden and said to the human being, Look at my creations. Look how beautiful and exemplary they are. Everything I made, I made for you. So make certain that you do not ruin and destroy my world, because if you destroy it, there will be no one coming after you to fix it. So I think there are a ton of things we could say about that story. First of all, we do seem to be busy destroying the world around us, and no one is coming after us to fix it. We're watching the temperatures rise, we're watching the weather patterns, and the fire seasons, and the droughts, and the famines get more and more severe and unpredictable. Judaism reminds us that we have a responsibility. And I want to relate that to this week's Torah portion in a really surprising way. 
when we read Kitet Say, what we're reading are the speeches, the final speeches given by Moses as he speaks to the people about to cross into the promised land. Remember, he's not going with us. So Moses gives these three addresses which make up the book of Deuteronomy in which he reminds us where we've been, gives us advice, and gives us laws. This week's Parsha Kitetse is the laws. It is just laws after laws after laws. The laws here are so diverse that it's hard to say exactly what Kitetse is about. You just have laws about a dozen different things, war and parenting and clothing and marriage and sexuality and um, what we might call social justice, care for the poor and the vulnerable. And in the midst of all that is a series of laws that feel really distant and really remote and in many ways irrelevant to liberal Jewish life. So, of course, those are the ones I picked to talk about. This is Deuteronomy chapter 22, verses 9 through 11. And there are three laws here. The first one says, Lo karmecha kil'aim. You shall not sow your vineyard with two kinds of seed. The second one says, Lo yachdab. You shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. And the third one says, Lo shadnez semer ufishtim yachdab. You shall not wear clothing that combines wool and linen. Okay, so like I said, three different laws. One about the kinds of seeds you can sow in your vineyard. One about the kinds of animals you can use to plow your field. And one about how you're allowed to make your clothing. And if there's anything that these three laws have in common, it's that they're about not mixing. You're not allowed to mix seeds. You're not allowed to mix animals. And you're not allowed to mix the materials that go into making your clothing. So why? What would be the reason for all this? Well, the middle one, it's easier to tell. Why can't you plow with an ox and a donkey together? Well, they're different sizes. They're different strengths. We can imagine that an ox and a donkey would not be able to share the work evenly. The donkey would do less of the work. The ox would do more. The donkey might get dragged along. The ox might get overworked. So with that particular law, there is a clear ethical reason for not mixing the two animals. But with the other two, it's not clear at all. Why not sow different seeds beside each other? Why not wear clothing made of wool and linen, made of animal products and plant products together? What's the problem with doing these things? For the rabbis, it's actually about preserving the world. This is from the Sefer HaChinuch, which is a medieval book of education. Chinuch means education. By the way, this is an anonymous book that was written by someone, we don't know who, for their child to pass on Torah learning to their child. And so one of the things that the Sefer HaChinuch does is to give what the author thinks is the reason for the mitzvah. And when it comes to the mitzvah of not mating an animal with an animal of a different species, which of course is a derivation of these mixing laws we're talking about, the Chinuch says as follows, It is the root of this commandment that God the Blessed One created the world with wisdom and understanding and with knowledge. And God made and formed all of the creations, designated 
according to the design of the world. As it is stated in the story of creation, Vayar Elohim et kol tov me'od, God looked out over everything that God had made, and behold, it was very good. So the Sefer HaChinuch looks at these laws about mixing things and says, this is about the world. This is about the fact that God created a good world. In fact, the Torah says this world that God created was tov me'od. It was very good. And for the rabbis, tov me'od doesn't just mean that the world is beautiful and pretty. It means that the world is an expression of divine wisdom, that the world works together in ways that make it essentially holy or divine. Think about ecosystems. Think about water cycles. Think about food chains. The ways that our world works together, it's like a living organism. And the rabbis read out of these mitzvot, these very strange mitzvot, that you're not supposed to mess with the world. You're not supposed to ignore the beauty and order of the things that God made. God made plants and God made animals. And so to mix them together in clothing would be to ignore the order of the way God made things. Our job is to preserve. Our job, as it says in Genesis, is l'shomra ovda, to preserve the world and work the land. Now, let me just say a few things about that. First of all, l'shomra ovda is already a bit of a contradiction. To preserve the land and to work the land, well, you can't actually fully do both at the same time. If you're preserving something exactly as it is, that means you're actually not working the land, putting seeds into it, taking plants out of it, using the land for your purposes. And if you're working the land, that actually means that you're not preserving it exactly as it was. So Judaism has already presented us here with a kind of a balance that we're supposed to work and preserve. We're supposed to take care of and also utilize. And these kilayim laws, these laws of mixing, seem to be a version of that, which is to say Judaism gives us permission to take from the earth. It gives us permission to use and utilize the resources of the land for our own purposes. But it also tells us that we're not allowed to just do whatever the heck we want with the land. You can't just willy-nilly mix things and take things and mess things up. And that, I think, is the impulse, is the value behind these laws. The truth is that we live in a world where we do mix things. We do change the form of natural things. We've got all kinds of genetically engineered foods and plants. We've domesticated animals and plants. We use resources out of the earth to create our civilization. The houses we live in, and the cars we drive in, and the buildings that we work in, the food we eat, and the art that we create, these are all the result of our taking resources out of the earth. And that in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's when we forget the other impulse, the impulse to preserve as well. That's when we get into trouble. And it's when our earth gets into trouble. As that story said that we started with, make certain that you do not ruin and destroy my world because there is no one coming after you to repair it. As liberal Jews, it's a little hard for us to relate to a prohibition against mixing linen and wool in our clothing. 
But the idea that we have a responsibility to preserve this earth, to preserve the various pieces of this beautiful planet that we've been given, that I think is one of our very central values. And the one is intended to remind us of the other. So I would invite us to think about the ways that we can do a better job preserving and taking care of this world. The ways that we can be better stewards of the earth that's been given us as a gift. Because there really is no one coming to clean up after us. We have to be the ones to preserve and to take care of and to repair. Thanks for listening, everyone. 7-Minute Torah is a production of La Asok, Sacred Texts, Modern Meaning. If you enjoy this program, please consider becoming a sponsor at patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. For more information about upcoming learning opportunities, go to laasoka.org, L-A-A-S-O-K dot org. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Thanks for listening.